0: this week the number one show on netflix was a shadow and bone season two episode one hey justin yes dave why are people watching this
1: i i think i know actually dave but i'll just say i don't know dave let's figure it out (laughs) (laughs) so okay uh we are in studio with a special guest uh who i'll introduce in a second but also without ashley because she is on her way Question mark? So, yeah. at some point, listeners, during this recording, Ashley will wander in, apologize <laughs> profusely in a loud voice, and then sit down, and then join. It's going to be epic. Yeah. Uh, but, just so you all know, this is the podcast, Why Are People Watching This?, where we watch the number one show on Netflix, ask and answer the question, why are people watching this? I am one of your co host people, Justin. We've got Dave, the wise carpenter sage, and then the going-to-be-arriving-soon punchy and late millennial... <laughs> Ashley, I mean, is this a, you know is this symptomatic of us Gen Xers always on time a little early and then Ashley comes in? Yeah, we
0: always had to be at the right place at the right time. Because if you missed it, you were screwed, right? That's right. Your Back mom, in- your mom was only going to pick you up once. And that you, was it. If you weren't there, you were going to be sleeping in the. That's right. At the mall.
1: And so our special guest uh, is very special guest. Yeah, he's very special guest who's excited to talk about this. Who wanted to come on the podcast because this show was being done. I demanded demanded i use yeah i was trying to be diplomatic but yeah he (laughs) sort of yelled at us and said he had to be on the show is of course our co-host from the other sister podcast why are people listening to this that's right jake hanlon jazz nerd yep um professor Mm. and uh media aficionado yeah media aficionado hi everyone (laughs) glad to be back yeah so jake you you like this show which is why you wanted to be on you didn't come on to shit on it that's right. I didn't. Okay. You yeah,
0: didn't block off this like part part of your schedule just so you could come and crap Just so I could hate-watch
2: something. I yeah. love hate-watching things uh-huh. and hate listening to things,
1: but uh, no, this was a labor of love. Labor of love.
0: Okay, so we- I feel wa- like this is going to be a love fest, in fact. I
1: have some negative things. Really? I'm ready. No, I loved it, but
0: just so you're oh. clear. Okay, but, good. Mm-hmm. We're not but just going to fawn can. over this thing for yeah. two hours. Okay.
1: But, yeah. so uh, just so the listeners know, uh, we- I had already covered season one, mm-hmm. episode one, and so now this is number one again, Shadow and Bone, so then we jump to the next thing, which is season two, episode one. So we're just going to talk about episode one, even though we've probably all seen more. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll we'll stick to episode one. So that's what we're reviewing today, or discussing today. Uh, Dave, what the hell is the synopsis Well, for?
0: here is the synopsis. Okay. <clears throat> On the run and plagued by nightmares, Alina finds a moment of peace with Mal. Trouble awaits Kaz, Inej, and Jesper upon their return to Ketterdam.
1: Okay. So I'm guessing if you don't know this show, that's just a, bu- a that's bunch a very, of words. accurate that's a very accurate synopsis of the first episode. Yeah. It certainly is. But, but it's if you're a, a new... bunch of words and yes. names
0: strung together yes. in a pointless what fashion. What a
1: nightmare if you don't know the show and then you start with that. You'd oh be like, God. what the hell is even going on? That's yeah. right. This show is not holding your hand into season 2. You got to watch season 1.
0: Oh, you've got to really beef up on some like uh, first season recaps in that's order right. to right. Yeah.
1: Did this even have a recap? I didn't see. It one. did have it oh. didn't
0: you had to go into the menu to find it oh, okay yeah.
2: or you could be like me and entirely rewatch the whole first season is that what you did i did holy shit well i was
1: doing that in anticipation wow so you're okay cuz i i you know i read the books and i saw season 1 but like i still was in this i'm like now who is that again like i like yeah. i think
0: yeah i was out of it we have meta fan jk linney not uh, not necessarily a meta
1: fan
2: i just Perf- like to watch fantasy and sci-fi uh, i understand
1: i understand that's <laughs> yeah. why you're here because you're gonna i assume just love all over this thing Sl- so, slather <laughs> yourself up and <laughs> and just... like shadow and bone yeah. yeah all right yeah so
0: folded in the fold so
1: while we're here jake do you have your own synopsis i do have a synopsis. Give me your synopsis i need your synopsis give me your synopsis i need your synopsis now
2: what do we need to spice up the fantasy genre post-George R. R. Martin and in a world where we sit on the eve of a new big-budget D&D movie? Well, I for one didn't think it was going to be racism, colonialism, and muskets. Shadow and Bone creates a dynamic <laughs> mix of characters and problems and interweaves them all together in a relatively believable way. That is to suggest that you can suspend disbelief instead of watching the failure that was The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I <laughs> love how you took this opportunity to throw shade on The Hobbit. Yep. It's a show where you can picture a world and a society that would be fearful of normal-looking albeit stunningly good-looking people with the power to literally make your heart stop while simultaneously making it believable that another society on the same world would try to protect those people. Shadow and Bone is not the best science, science fiction or fantasy show on Netflix, but it is compelling, non-gratuitous, not overly complex, nor is it predictable.
1: Hmm. Well, wow. that, hey, that's that is both generous and fair and critical. Yeah. So it was a uh, that was nice. I came to play. You came to play? I oh, came yeah. to play. That was very Dave, volupt- are you
2: here to a play? voluptuous
0: synopsis Voluptuous I would call that. synopsis.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to compete with the current
1: cast of the podcast. Well, wow. Dave is nailing these uh He's, these intros. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I put not much time into this. I okay, I put, I put more sh- time into watching the show this time than actually.
1: Then t- all right.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Let's hear this mediocre okay. synopsis. The gang is back. The crows are on the run from Pekka Rollins. Alina and Mal are keeping their simmering sexual tension barely in check while they look for amplifiers. And Kirigan, pissed off at having his pretty darkling face almost ripped off by Volcra, takes the fold on the road on a single-minded mission. Finally make Alina his bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was good. But again, there were so many vocab boards. I was just trying to listen to that with like virgin ears if I knew nothing about the show. It's like yeah. every second word is just a...
0: Just a blob, blah, 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 Blah,
1: Yeah. All right, here's mine. I'm going to read it in my announcer voice because that's how I wrote it. hmm It's Kaz versus Alina in the ultimate battle to see whose storyline is more compelling. Will it be the enigmatic Kaz, whose PTSD bubbles closer to the surface with each passing scowl? Or will it be the bubbly Sun Summoner Alina, whose love triangle is about to expand into a love square this season? (laughs) Two storylines unfolding in parallel with minimal coherent overlap. It's time to decide who you love most. I already know my answer. It's Jesper. Uh-oh. I want more Jesper, please. Ah, nice, <laughs> nice,
0: yeah. Huh? Yeah. Well done. That's fair synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, let's let's talk about things we like because I am sure maybe J- Jake definitely should lead this off because he's probably got like a phone full of stuff. In here. This
1: was okay. And just an Ashley update, there is no Ashley yet. Yeah. <laughs> no,
2: I think that, I think <laughs> that the listeners the... <laughs> will, will I th- experience it the way that we will. I think, that, will I think the listeners wonderful.
0: probably figured that out. Like, <laughs> What's that silence we hear?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Jake, what okay. do you like about it?
2: Right. So I have a few things. Some of the, some of them are a little bit more in depth. So I won't go on a long rant because I have a feeling that we'll have some similar ones, especially the Jesper things. Uh, okay. So the first thing is, I uh, this kind of, I guess, also goes back to the first season. But I just, I love the stylization of the world. Like the, you know, sort of pre-industrialization Russian sort of uh, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that it's so different from the rest of sci-fi. Yeah. And, I mean, sorry, fantasy. Because it's
1: not steampunky. It's something else.
2: It yeah. Just, well, it's... it's just not, you're like not running through the english countryside Mm. you know like waiting for orcs to jump at you you know it's just a different these things are all replaced by other things like the fold and the monsters within the fold and all of those sorts of things but that the it's the look of it Mm -hmm. you know which is so different and i think that that's very fresh refreshing for me as a fantasy junkie Um, i I
0: had that last season too i love this whole kind of like uh just World War One feel of like empires that are sort of on the verge of collapse, but also like just want to tear each other apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, so.
2: yeah. It's so obviously that that's where the author is coming from in, in terms of that, but they mix it so well with, you know, diverse casts and, and, and I, my understanding is not as a book reader is that some of the racial dynamics are not really part of the book, like uh, Alina being biracial, is not really a part of the story is that right just uh, i know you read the i book. think
1: she was half shuhan okay but like it, it 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 isn't described in terms of race necessarily as much as it's like different nationality a culture that's my understanding like that. of yeah. it yeah i didn't i don't remember very well but i don't think like the the descriptions of what the different peoples yeah. look like is necessarily in your face Right. But but they but when they portray it on screen they they, they do they, right they it's, want to make because that's diverse. very much
2: of the now sort of interpretation and it's nice
1: I did yeah. uh, on the no I, I like in when they're in the um, what is it Novi Zem the the like across the sea there yeah and like that is a I, I don't know much what it was supposed to look like or how I was described in the book but like all the pictures in the library of are, are black women academics yeah. and so like they went hard on saying like yeah no the people the intellectuals the leaders of this area are black women yeah so I'm like well that's cool.
2: Because yeah, they could have
1: done anything with it, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: like and they decided to choose that as for representation, yeah. right? That was cool for, for our culture, which is good and strong. So, I um. I really enjoy the crow dynamic, the Jesper, Kaz, and Inej. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a and now um, what what's the Krishna's name Nikki I think right I'm not good with names the Heart ever. render uh, yeah uh, yeah uh,
1: yeah no it's um
2: I know her
0: name and name. what's the other fellow the explosives guy Nyle 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 so I yeah.
2: like that sort of uh what what I think that Shadow and Bone does better than most other uh, fantasy genres is they mix the mundane in with the fantastical and make you um, believe very much in the mundane people so. You know, Kaz is a guy. He's yeah, just a, no special a, a, powers. He has no special powers. He's he's disabled. Yep, he, and, got a and, limp. and 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 he's mentally unwell. Like he suffers he's from PTSD, PTSD. He's got some OCD right? stuff. But he's integral to the success of the of, of their plots because of his mind. Right. So they make him extraordinary through his you know non extraordinary powers. Well, I mean, like he's l- hanging out with literally somebody that can stop your heart by looking at you. Mm-hmm. And you find that believable, right? And even um, Inej is not a Grisha, but she's she's perfectly powerful character within the lore yeah. of it. And then I I didn't know the big reveal uh, of the first show was that Jesper's a Grisha.
1: Yeah, he's got he's got the metal. He's skill. a Durist, Yeah, dorist exactly. Which
2: I knew there was something up from him for the first season because mm. they hint at it a lot, but they have that reveal in the first episode of the season, which I thought was really well-timed, because one of the things that is difficult when there was such a long break between the two seasons because of COVID, Mm -hmm. um, you forget, like, you got to introduce new characters, you've got to move character arcs forward and keep the audience still engaged. Yeah. And they did that really well
1: with that group for sure yeah i mean it's a well-written group in the books anyway mm-hmm. but they're portrayed compelling as hell yeah, yeah. i love the I, I mean that's one of the things I talk about like you have essentially two competing stories and they come from two series of books completely right because the crows book. is a whole separate book yep, that's a, six of crows six and of all crows. that stuff that, that they don't really overlap in normally and so they've made them overlap in the first season in a good way and now they've un like they've unoverlapped, overlapped only very slightly and so now they're just running in parallel these two separate stories. And I've always liked the Six of Crows group, like the Casbreaker yeah. group story, a little bit better than the Sun Summoner story. There is
0: something a little more. I don't know if it's more compelling because the characters are so more interesting, perhaps. I don't know what it is. But maybe I they're find, not magical, and that makes them more. interesting? Maybe that's that's it. Like I find the uh, the Alina Starkov story kind of interesting, but I don't I don't find her character as captivating as the group, the Kaz Brecker yeah. group. I, I, it's definitely a far more simple,
2: like, uh, point A to point B story, the yeah. Starkov-Sunsummer yes. story. It's like, she's there, destroy the fold, you know, mm-hmm. you know the usual... She's on the very, very classic... Uh, fantasy trope of the the the, uh, the gathering wand. quest, yeah, right? Yeah. Or like oh, yeah. the messianic sort the of side thing. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, I've got to build up my power to stop the stop yeah, the yeah. big baddie at the end. Yeah, okay. and uh, and so I'm on this quest, and then there's this guy that's hanging out with me as the love interest, and all. this. very tropish. Yeah, right. And and that works. It always works. And you got to find a fresh angle at it every time that that a writer does that. But the The crows' story is it's a heist story,
0: yeah. It's it's got a bit of Blade Runner to it as well, totally vibe.
1: And I'll say I I like the magic of the the the, these amplifiers and the way that they use their different kinds of power. Like it's as far as a magic creation world, it's a really good one. Yes, maybe one of the best. But I think the 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 six of crows people are more compelling because they don't have magic. I think as as soon as you throw magic in. It's just like, well, anything's possible. Like, she right. can have just massive power. And, you know, whereas, like, this guy, Kaz Brecker, like, he only can use his wits. And so, we as an audience relate more to that. Yeah. So, we, yeah. fi- I think I find that story more compelling because it feels more real.
2: People want to root
1: for underdogs.
2: Yeah. And when you put somebody like Kaz up against somebody who literally harnesses the power of the sun, <laughs> like, yep. it's like, it's like, it's like pro sports <laughs> you you can have a seven foot three center at, standing in the post in in sports ball mm-hmm. and that's great, right you're like, wow, that's impressive look at the size and the strength and then the six foot two guard will outscore that guy every season because he's got to use different tools mm-hmm. and like I see that parallel in this world between alina she, she's she is a compelling character mm-hmm. and she's going through this journey of hers but Certainly I agree that the the yeah. crows group is far more compelling because we can relate to it better.
0: Yeah. yeah. And there's more that, you know, he, he Brecker, he's he's good, but he's bad, right? So he's mm-hmm. like it's not like very cut and dry. Like Alina Starkov is like, you know, she's very pure and she wants to That's he's a single minded mission, right? But yeah. Kaz is, like, fighting all these demons, but he's also got his own kind of private vendetta against Pekka Rollins. Plus, he also has this thing with Inej. And, you know, so there's all kinds of, there's more depth of character That's to true. him. That's true. Whereas
1: yeah. her her sort of, like, problem is, like, which of the guys is she going to fall in love with? You know, yeah. it's not like, is she actually a bad person, maybe? Like, right. no, 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 we all agree that she's good. And maybe she yeah. makes a bad choice in a man or whatever. But right. for the most yeah. part, like, there's they don't have that same tension. Yeah, she yeah. has an innocence to her that I think people find compelling. Which is great, but Which it is, is, as far as the character goes, you like the broken character. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll, like, I'll take, I'll take and the broken character anyway. People time. like antiheroes, right? Yeah, yeah, like Taylor Swift does. Yeah, yeah she does. <laughs> unnecessary, Same. unnecessary reference, my apologies. You guys
0: are like bridging over into the other podcast, <laughs> Just like this show does. Exactly. Yeah. So you know
1: what scene I liked? Uh, was the immigration scene when they arrive right, and yeah. like they're standing in there's in different lines or whatever for like, and it was so stressful to me. I'm like, this is like all of the immigration crap I used to
0: do. Yeah, immigration lines, no matter where, where any you are, movie, it's yeah. stressful. It's, it's just stressful right? And I'm
1: like, hey, checkpoints,
0: really- immigration lines.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I find that. I'm like, Oh, good, good job. That's what it would be like.
2: <laughs> but it's- that's, that's a compelling scene. Cause it's like, you forget that you're in a world that's, that has a political system and yeah. everything, right? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, the refugees are over here and you forgot, I forgot in my head. I was like, all oh, right, this is a very war torn world where, you know, everybody's at war with everybody and there would be refugees, yeah, especially it, after the end of the first season.
1: Yeah. And that mm-hmm. makes it feel fleshed out. Leigh yeah. Bardugo who wrote these books, I feel like she's very good at making a world feel real. Yes. And so that is part of it. That's exactly what you'd expect in this mm-hmm. sort of scenario. It's what we have in the world going on all the time. So Awesome. I
0: love yeah. it. Yeah, and I think I have that down as one of my likes cuz oftentimes we'll see these shows and they'll just steamroll through the world building yeah. just to get to the plot. And this has the world building is so rich in this, right? And there's all these details in the costumes and the backdrops and all the stuff. Like there's really a lot of sometimes I sometimes I had to just pause it and like kind of look at these costumes, right? Or like mm-hmm. what's going on here? Like when they go across to the uh the place where the the black women are all the uh intellectual. Like when a boat? Yeah, when oh, they arrive. Yeah. yeah, like just the backdrop to of that, that, that whole city. That place, yeah. yeah, that, that was, whole city because it's right?
1: totally different vibe to everywhere else. You know. Yeah,
0: and just yeah, that the way they're shifting between these two stories, right? Because Ketterdam is a very dark. dark feel, and the barrel is like kind of like ooh, this seedy, dark. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what scene I liked randomly? Uh, it was completely dumb <laughs> in a way, but also funny. Was when. Um, Mal or whatever was being chased and the guy's like you broke my stuff like who's gonna pay for that and then he like swings back around to to throw him him some money (laughs) and I'm like it just felt it was kind of silly, but it like really establishes Mal. as like he as does a, care, and, as he's a moral yeah. person. And, and yeah. it's also kind of a nod to all these like dumbass chase scenes, like where there's a car chase and they're just driving through all these hot dog stands, flipping stands, yeah, they're tra- they're crashing into cars, yeah.
0: destroying people's livelihoods yeah, and, and as and they with run. No by.
1: thought, <laughs> driving into like the police are constantly car. destroying small businesses all through the streets <laughs> yeah. of Brooklyn. Nobody cares. Oh,
2: it's like something about a good chase scene
1: mm-hmm like
2: <laughs> especially like in a in a on the in the episode where there was not a whole lot of other action like that really kind of scratched a little bit of an itch for yeah some for
1: action. some yeah some peril
2: yeah, yeah. Uh. and and definitely was not expecting how that resolved with the the Grisha there in that city blocking off the army oh, yeah, from getting them so that was a nice plot I'll point. talk
0: more about that later <laughs> oh, oh, there's some muttering going on. Well,
1: Dave, you got more things you like?
0: Um, we've kind of, uh, you guys covered a lot of it. I, I like that Pekka Rollins kind of looks like Conor McGregor. <laughs> kind of. do you know, who Con- you know Conor McGregor, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does, he does, and he kind of acts like him in a little way. I was totally, just like, yeah. I think, yeah. I think they should cast Conor McGregor as Pekka Rollins in the future, <laughs> and then he just gets right physical and beats the crap out of somebody. I think that's a great name too, Pekka Rollins. I yeah. yeah. love the what name Pekka Rollins. Yeah. All the what names in this name. side are cool, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're not cheesy
1: because, like, like, you know, in a fantasy novel, it'll always be like some dumbass name with like two apostrophes for no trying reason. Trying
0: to make, make it De sound or whatever. De Alma, like the Alma.
2: <laughs>
1: no, that's a so stupid.
2: Alina like, would be like A-L-Y-N apostrophe. Yeah, a. yeah. Whereas so,
1: this, they're just like no. Pekka. And
2: his name like, is Pekka. That's yeah.
1: actually it that works. It works really well. His name is Kaz. Kaz yeah. you know It sounds. It's, it's great. It's, it's like Dutch adjacent. Everything yeah. is sure. Dutch adjacent, and it's, so it makes it better. Good yeah. job on picking names, Lee Bardugo. You're a genius. Right I'm gonna on. keep saying the name Lee Bardugo. I oh.
2: have a. I I have um one that appears in both things that I like and things that I dislike. Okay, that's so weird. So it's going to appear twice. It's strange. <laughs> uh, I like the Kerrigan reveal at the end when he comes out of the fold and all of the Grisha are there and he rescues them.
1: Yes. I thought
2: that that was really well done. And then he says follow, which is exactly how the first season, that was the last line of the first season, Oh, when he was telling the, the shadow creatures boy, yeah. to follow him, yeah. right? So I like that for continuity's sake. Because mm-hmm. I am a fan of continuity, okay. Um, so I like that. I like the wanted posters.
1: Uh huh. I mean, it's such uh-huh. a
2: simple little thing, but it's like that's how it would have been, sure. you know, yeah. if it was a real place. And the payoffs were good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't make you wait the entire season for like a, the romance to to no. move forward. They're moving very quickly in this show, and like which is like a thing that it's like why not? You know, uh, you know they're gonna. It's gonna probably get milked out for the whole rest of the season, but mm-hmm. um, and also like the uh, the uh, the Jesper being a tourist was also I like cool. reveal, too. Yeah, yeah. I
0: generally. like how
2: they did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kaz knew the whole time, and yeah, it just goes to kind of strengthen his character, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's all I actually wrote down. All right. Oh, wow. what about you? You got more? Well,
1: uh, no, other than I like I, I like the Jesper character. I think he's funny, but not in a not in an annoying way. Like he's written to be a comedic character, but it's not annoying to me. Like he's doing just the right kind of. Yeah, because he's
0: competent too, right? He's he's the competent clown, you know? So he's like adding a bit of comedy, but he's also like, you know that he's got your back. Yeah, and
1: there's some depth depth to him in terms of his like pain and problems and his potential love life. Like he's got layers. He's not just the one note idiot. Yeah, that's right. He's great. Yeah, and oh, plus I agree. he dresses cool. He looks yep. cool.
2: Bring back top hats, I say. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, it's funny. Like <laughs> a neighbor of ours is getting like a a, a Casper outfit to go to the prom in. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> more or less. Yeah. Should I
2: upgrade my hat to a bowler's hat?
1: I think I we think should we all should, we wear bowler's should... Like, can we? <laughs> uh, what is the critical like mass? Like, you get enough people wearing bowler's hats that it becomes a thing again. Well, How many people in this? Probably town really
0: more know? than just two. <laughs> Two they, uh, three, more two, than, more three than two, saying.
2: unless we each got a million followers on Instagram. Yeah. From being bowler hat boys, yeah, yeah, the yeah, bowler yeah. hat boys.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's our, our one the really well placed Instagram boys. influencer, maybe that's let's work on that. Yeah. Can we'll we... workshop that a bit though. Yeah. yeah. Dave, are you gonna join the bowler hat boys or what? Why not? I mean at this point in my <laughs> life, really? Yeah, I, have, I really have no sense of style anymore. You gotta anyway. wear it like How... On the, on the side, exactly. though. Yeah. How much more embarrassing could you be to your children? Just a bowler hat askew walking uh-huh. around town. Wait, you know?
1: wouldn't that look like clockwork orange?
0: Yeah. We don't want to go for that vibe. <laughs> we don't want to <laughs> just pair, keep a a that fake eyelash long, out. Long underwear and combat boots and like, a club. Combat
1: boots. <laughs> <laughs> and a, oh, yeah, and that a, big, like, cod piece made yeah. of cotton. What <laughs> was that? Anyway, I'm not wearing a cod piece, but I will consider a bowler hat. <laughs> All right, duly noted. <laughs> All
2: right. Okay,
0: polar <laughs> hats are back. Right on. Okay. So you we're... heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> All right, what about some grumbles and grapes?
1: Come on and tell me what you don't like. I'm gonna tell you what I don't like. Come on and hit me with your insides, grumbles and gripes. I've got bunches. What is your grumble and gripe then about this scene? Oh, oh yeah, about Kerrigan? Yeah. So my grumble
2: about that is, is this, and I, I hate it when... I don't hate it. No, I'll tell you I hate it. Oh. I hate it when they reveal the monster too soon, mm-hmm. right? So all of the little dream sequences that Alina has in the first episode where she's like in that war room tent thing right. from the first season where he's she's dreaming about that he's still alive because she doesn't know by the end of the first episode that he's still alive. She thinks that he was killed in the fold, right? I think that they could have not done that. And then they could have just had the scene with the fold and him walking out. You knew he was alive if you watched the last episode of the first season, but uh-huh. then to have him come out and do that would have, I think I would have liked that a lot more. Cause I, it's like, you forget about it the whole time. You're just like, Oh yeah. And then he walks out with the shadow creatures and, and you're like, Oh, right.
1: Oh, I damn. agree wholeheartedly. In fact, that was my number one thing is I hate dream sequences and this started off with, with that. With a dream sequence. We're like, mm-hmm. is it a dream sequence? Is it a vision? We don't. Is it real? Because we didn't know. Because right. it was the first scene. And then, oh, it was a dream or was it? And, like, just tell the damn story. Like, remove every premonition dream sequence bullshit thing. Like, yes, they have a connection. Okay. Portray it a different way. Yeah, because
0: yeah, there, was there any exposition in the dream sequence? Not really. No, no she was just getting swallowed
2: up by the fold. Yeah. yeah
0: right she's standing somewhere in a field and, and it the expands. fold rushes
2: towards
1: her
0: so it's just setting this idea up as the stronger she gets the more she's drawn into yeah she could be drawn that, towards the darkness or and whatever. then she's
1: connected to him so like the, the fold was getting larger so it really did happen so it's kind of like she, she's experiencing yeah. or has a she's not
2: aware that it is in reality because they were on the run immediately yeah. as they left the fold so but there's I, no internet there or whatever but
1: no I I <laughs> agree with you Jake that it should have just unfolded naturally and then he walks out it would have been more impactful all of these dream sequences do nothing except distract from the actual story in my opinion yeah. I, I don't like them as a device in storytelling and it it made this less fun of an episode for me
2: hmm. yeah yeah. I think that they're very 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 easily overused
1: yes yeah and, and unnecessary like you point out yeah like it didn't well it act. detract. it takes away from his reveal to it, me it did it does yeah mm. and it's also like you're fucking with the audience you know because when you put it in as the first scene and we're supposed to think it's real and then you pull out the rug you're like no nah, it was a dream i always feel like okay that's not really storytelling is it no because like you you knew that we were going to believe you right and now yeah. you're saying that you're a liar it's a misdirection like, yeah yeah you're you the storyteller are a liar and i don't like you anymore Oh, yeah. dear. So anyway, Dave, <laughs> Dave's so sad. But well, what about you, Dave? What are you going to say that's negative?
0: I don't have, I don't really have much. Um, this isn't really a grumble. This is just uh, an allusion to my own incompetence, right? But I <laughs> I didn't really, uh, yeah, like, I, I completely forgot what happened in the first season. So I had to go back and watch like some YouTube recaps because all these terminology, like as soon I started watching, I was like, oh, well, wait a second. I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah. I forget all the relationships. I was Wikipedia and stuff. <laughs> so I had to go back and actually, so my only complaint would be if somebody was coming into this relatively, like you, you've you read all the source material, you watched the first season again, but yeah. if you were coming into this, it really does require some recapping, right? To mm-hmm. remember, okay, what, yeah. I couldn't even quite remember, okay, with Kirigan, like did he create the fold i was like wait a sec did he was the storyline that he made the fold or or what was his attachment with the fold what is this book what's the thing going on with his mother i couldn't remember any of this stuff so i had to go yeah. back
1: yeah and, it's a lot
0: there is a lot yeah, right there's a lot um yeah. the, but the, uh, on the other hand the story with the Cas brecker with the crows was much easier to follow because it was like oh yeah this is i understand this it's like gang warfare basically yeah yeah, yeah yeah so that was pretty easy but the other this the all the supernatural stuff and the the Grisha you know a lot of that was confusing to me I'd forgotten all about it so I had to go yeah. back but again that has nothing to do with this show and in fact it's probably a good thing about this show that's a little more highbrow and it's not like slathering you with like repetition so because because you're an idiot right it's like it's assuming you're halfway as intelligent person that you remember any of this and, stuff
2: and that you can google and then you can, go then you can Google things. Well, that's, fantasy demands more of the reader or the listener or watcher in that regard because mm. they have to, sci-fi as well, like they have to create an entire world that they're right. trying to immerse you in and it's not like, like a lot of what you would...
1: Like, like yeah, if it was so you a Western world, trip. you'd be like, oh, well, we know there's a sheriff oh, but, and a yeah, bad guy. Yeah, there's a sheriff. Yeah, yeah you you to, exactly. There's yeah, a guy in the black hat. yeah, you have to hat.
0: re-familiarize yourself with the entire world before you can get into it, Yeah, right? But that's yeah. a small price to pay, right? Because it's it's well worth the effort. Agreed. And it also creates that curiosity because I was like, oh, yeah, how does this work again, right? So I got more into it yeah. and enjoyed it much more having known more of the background. So Yeah. Yeah i've got
1: lots of little bones to pick okay okay first of all the scars on his face are ludicrous yes <laughs> i don't like them it's too much
0: it needs to be subtler Calm it's too down. much but it's not enough like if a Volker grabbed you by the head you like would not I, have such it,
1: small scars he are oh, grazed you by, by a Volker. he it looked like he just had a bad evening with his cat yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yet but they're all black so it made it more prominent i just yeah. didn't like the scars can, so, can
2: somebody also teach him how to shave his beard correctly? Yep. Yeah, no, he looks.
1: There's a lot happening there. The neck beard thing. No, I literally no. have it here. He's so stylish ne- otherwise. My neck
0: beard.
1: Because like his his clothing is amazing. Yes. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And yet he's got this weird neck beard which doesn't do any like doesn't do him any favors. So Inej the the wraith. Mm-hmm. Like disappearing. I feel like it's comical at this point. Someone's talking, they'll be like, hey, can you get me a cup of. <gasps> She's gone. Like, That's every time she
0: leaves <laughs> just, a room. That's the exact- Batman. She the- Batmans.
1: It- like, she can also just walk out. Like, she was talking to her friend. She doesn't have to leave every conversation by, like, ghosting. Yeah. Like, she can also yeah. just walk out of a room. <laughs> like, why does... It became... Because it, I've watched more of the season. Like, every time, everyone is every like... Every time, yeah. Where'd she go? Oh, so, she can't just... Why can't she just leave a room like a normal person? She's very, very say goodbye. It's rude. Yeah, it's very strange. She, so, like, bounced on all her friends getting arrested. She's con- yes, she's constantly <laughs> bouncing. It's weird. She's Irish exiting incessantly.
0: Irish exiting. <laughs> um,
1: so, Pekka Rollins just shoots that guy, and then blood pours all over his rug, and, like, come on man like you knew that was gonna happen just like get him onto the hardwood flooring or something like he ruined that rug somebody and... worked really hard on that rug yeah, yeah. what a waste it just seemed dumb i feel like he wouldn't do it because he's also like well coiffed and like you know fastidious or whatever yeah. and also this newspaper thing like the wanted poster they're showing it in the library and then someone glances at it from like 10 feet away on the ground and they're like oh that's selena like that it's a pretty good drawing but it does not immediately look like Alina. Exactly, like, You'd yeah. have to have them you know, be like, are you sure that's her? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. kind of looks like kinda, you. You wouldn't look yeah. at it and then immediately realize that that person in the other side of the room is the same person. That's That was <laughs> stupid. Yeah. It's like bringing up their profile picture. That's
0: like today's era where you've seen like 14 TikToks of yeah. this person. If <laughs>
1: Alina had a Sun Summoner TikTok page where she's constantly like doing little tricks Doing whatever, little dances and little making the dances sun and shoot and out of her hands. You'd be like, oh, I've, I've looked at this woman a million times. I know. She, this is like that woman just barely looked at that picture.
0: Yeah. And, and that's a new newspaper too. literally got there like hours ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was a little annoying.
1: So, uh, and then my biggest gripe from the whole thing was Mal and Alina arrive. They, for some reason, get a very nice bedroom with a bath. They apparently have never, like, had sex before, <laughs> and they start to kiss.
0: I like how you did your hands. That's there. what the kissing
1: looks it's like. like. They're to figure out how does, like it, like how does it, how does, how does this work? Fit in this is Are American they... Sign Language for more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they didn't know where what goes where, but they were really wanting to have sex, and so they start kissing on the bed. And you're like, oh, that's great. Like, they would a perfect. And then he hears the ding, ding bell of the boat arriving. He's like, I gotta go like buddy that that boat's just arriving it's gonna take at least five or ten minutes before it's tied into the dock you're not gonna be lasting more than like 90 seconds (laughs) just get it over with just why is he leaving and waiting for later like there's no way that two horny young people who are finally getting a chance to have sex would be like that's all right. We'll wait until after our parents leave, like it's Thanksgiving or something. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, this yes. will literally be over in twenty eight seconds. Yeah, it'll be done.
1: Just you're th- finally, just <laughs> get impact. it over with. There's Round two no is later. Yeah, no yeah. way that would happen. I didn't like. I was upset for him. I was upset for her. This I sounds was...
0: like it triggered something deep in your past.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> Did you ever like get a really nice hotel room after the prom and uh, it just didn't? Uh, you're like, oh no, sorry. I that, I hear the elevator. So I just Got a
1: text. I I could (laughs) have. I could have blocked out a memory, but it it was. It was. I don't know if it was triggering. It just seemed wrong to me, and I was sad for both of them. Yeah, my dudes. That's what I wrote. I'm like, my dudes. My dudes.
0: Just do it. Just Hmm.
2: yeah. It's it's not science. Um,
0: I I just want to know in these worlds why does everybody sort of have a vaguely English accent? Ah, I mean it is because it's a pretty broad. Spectrum of nationalities kind of thrown together. Fantasy
1: worlds are filled with English speak. They're
0: always... Yeah. And I mean, you know, this is a pretty typical trope, right? But I I, I don't know why...
1: But they never have American accents because it immediately brings you into modernity. That's right. Exactly. So
0: American is... But I mean, there's so many other accents you could choose or you could have.
1: It's it's almost entirely
2: English. There's a Scottish. uh, Because of... uh, It's easy to definitively kind of tell the difference between characters and their standing... Right. Through different variety of British accents. Through different That's Cockneys. And, and they yeah. did
0: have
1: like, the, the Fjerdens have like a semi
0: yeah, scandinavian ish scandinavian, yeah.
2: They then, could have done a lot more with that.
1: Yeah, and the folks from Kircher are kind of supposed to be Dutch, but they don't really speak with Dutch accents.
2: No. They could have done a lot more language too.
1: Yeah, it's true. Which is in my trivia section. Oh, okay, yeah, because yeah, they have a lot of languages like Fieryden and Chuhan and all this yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. it's so they didn't do much. Yeah. But uh, no, you're right, Dave. It's funny. Like, but if if there were a guy who came in with like, "Hey, yeah, uh, what you guys doing?" All, you'd be like, mm, "That guy does not." Oh walk yeah,
0: no, this. you got to keep. Yeah, North American. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just a no yeah,
1: I'm a fucking Grisha. I'm a Grisha. i am use fire to like set stuff on fire. Yeah. summon where's <laughs> Kerrigan? Hey, fucking Kerrigan, come here. You know, you you would be like, yeah, you like,
0: dackling. You'd be scrambling for your. Remote. Where is it? I gotta shut this thing off. Exactly. You'd
1: be
2: very you'd be
0: putting subtitles on and muting that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It would
1: it would take you out of it, I think. Oh totally. I but but
0: but there's more options than like English and whatever the (laughs) hell that was. Australians? Brooklyn. I don't know what that was. I don't know what I was
1: doing.
2: That was very Brooklyn, yeah. Sure. But
1: like what? Like Australia, New Zealand, that would take you out of it.
2: Yeah, I guess. I,
1: like, well, I mean, you don't have any options. It's, like, it's, we're stuck now. It's, and, it's
2: with, usually like the classic, like, you might have French or a character who speaks with a German accent, but it's usually it's also like...
0: Spanish, with a Spanish yeah. lilt. That's right.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But funny, anyway. Yeah,
1: no, we're just stuck with it. It's just the way of things. Yeah. yeah. We're never getting out of it. Okay. No, you it's, could just, never it's do here, this here to with, stay. Yeah. 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 I I don't know how we got here, but we're here. Right on. <laughs> I also do
2: not like slow motion fight scenes. Was there a slow scene? There were slow motion fighting in the chase. Before the the chase, there was some punches thrown in slow motion. I don't even remember, and I find that to be lazy. Lazy, lazy. and especially, and I think this not to go too much further ahead, but there's a fight sequence in the second episode that is. Awful. What, what is that now? I know you're spoiling, but... Anej uh, and the, the taxidermist.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh That is one of the
2: clunkiest, clunkiest ha- most scenes. hand-fisted fight scenes mm, okay, okay. that I've seen I... in a long time. And they should have used slow motion there to cover up how bad that guy was.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Sorry, buddy. He was bad. Maybe he was the director's son, brother. Could have been. All right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So yep. no to the slow-mo. Yeah. No to the no slow-mo. Mo. No, no mo to Jake. No mo slow-mo all right is that it dave do you not have any more gripey
0: gripes um i just wrote i I just there's something about the i don't know if it's the actor or Uh just alina's character this the earnestness and innocence i find just kind of a little too much a little too sappy for me (laughs) too sappy she's too earnest she's no not there's no edge to her i just find her just too earnest and Mm, you're right growing up as an as an as an orphan in this world right and Mal the same way, right? Mal, but Mal's like, he's a dude. He's kind of hard, right? Like he's a soldier. Yeah. He's seen some stuff. But she's like, I mean, I feel like somebody with her background would have been a little, be a little more jaded or something, right? Or a little more World weary and savvy. Maybe. I don't know.
1: I know what you're saying.
0: She seems as princessy to me or something. I don't know what it is.
1: I think it's just that, that the actor. It's not like her lines. Yeah. I think it's just she She doesn't have a hard edge to her she's a really, very just, bright smile the actress does she's so but she's yeah she's infinitely so like, charming and yeah, I, yeah. I really like her in this role yeah. but I kind of yeah I agree with what you're saying she
0: doesn't have an edge I'm just grasping now so. She needs scars, man.
1: That's literally what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> throw throw a some, few scars on
0: her. She lacks scars scar. and a neck beard she, and she'll yeah, be all a set. A
1: neck beard. <laughs>
2: She's a tattoo right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A tattoo. That'll that'll yeah, that'll
0: work. Yeah, she went off the rails when she was yeah. younger. She had some yeah. hard times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Back alley errors. Hair hair yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you guys got anything else? Nope. No. Holy moly. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, what about something that didn't need to be in here? This didn't need to be in there. Why why did thing? this scene this didn't need to be in there tell me what were they thinking
1: for me I already said it any dream sequence yeah no. uh, I don't like them I think they kind of ruined it and I agree with Jake about
2: yeah I have the same thing the, oh. the vision scenes I didn't
0: I think they took away
2: from moving the story forward interesting
0: hmm I wrote this down and I, now I'm looking at it. I think this probably came from a future episode. So.
1: Oh, no. Say it anyway. <laughs> ruin everybody's life.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know why we're, you know, it's not going to ruin it, right? Because everybody's. I know.
1: Everyone's already seen it
0: all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um The Sea Whip. Did anyone see the episode where they were yeah, searching yeah. for the Sea Whip? That yeah. wasn't in this episode, though, was no, it? No. It was in the next no. episode. Next, They're still looking the, for it. The second one, yeah but so Did, it seemed kind of anticlimactic it, i me. was about to say exactly, well i'll, I'll yeah. tell and you I, this So I, spoiler alert i apologize for... that i'm putting this in as something that didn't need to be in the first episode because it, it wasn't because wasn't it wasn't, it it wasn't it anyway it, so. yeah but but they go to find this sea whip and i thought this a was going to be a much bigger creature um it turned out to be quite small and the whole thing was over in like 20 seconds right yeah
1: well yeah. i'll tell you this so spoiler alert alert or i assume people have already turned off the show at this point if they didn't want to hear it. but like yeah, they take care of it very quickly in that episode. But in the book, it's like the whole damn book is them looking for and for, killing the CD. Oh, really? Wow. It takes forever. It's like the whole focus of the thing. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So, so um, I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with another six episodes. I know. Then. So they just like reduce that into like just an
0: afternoon. Well, and it felt like a very, pretty like extreme diverge. Like they went way over to this island, and then the, this whole thing was over, and then done, and then yeah,
1: they were just they're just shuffling through so many things and they just decided to make that yeah they so didn't I, want a protracted right? the thing they had places for them to be and so i get it, it, it they're combining so many timelines exactly
2: they're trying to cram like six books into yeah eight episodes or something like that so well, i
1: agree it did feel quick and forced but like i don't know what the hell else they were gonna do yeah, yeah. no exactly and Except i apologize
0: for, for bringing something into this episode that wasn't in this episode the in the first place <laughs> yeah, and calling ironic. it something Those, that shouldn't <laughs> be in this episode <laughs> It's your anecdote I see, anecdote. Uh, I see yeah. you I see So again, you. it's just really my incompetence That's causing me to be complaining about this It has nothing to do with the show itself This is proper the old The show's man, great I'm Yeah, just the show is great me. I'm the idiot here. Oh no yeah. That's not true What about the uh, scene you wish you were in?
1: I wish I was in that scene It's really freaking cool Yeah, really freaking cool I wish I was in that scene Don't you
2: I find myself not ever wanting to be in scenes in in fantasy because i just want to enjoy it okay but i think that the scene that i would have liked to have been would i would have liked to have been in that library sequence Mm -hmm. just just to kind of experience that library school library i must be an academic right Mm -hmm. and uh and i wanted to go check out the globe so i actually know what this world looks like (laughs) because i really don't have much of a clue yeah right and as like a fantasy nut and like a Dungeon Master of many years, I have drawn many maps. You need a map, (laughs) so I need a map. I gotta be able to visualize. It's like you open a a fantasy novel and like such and such and so and so by what dedicated to my wife and dog. Next page,
1: map. Map. (laughs) You know, it's how it is. I mean, there there would have been maps in these books, but yeah, you're right. They. Is it there would,
0: an is there an overlay of a map or something? that they, they transitional show, shots? Transitional of a map. It's shots. It's true, but
1: they don't give you the global look. They don't look. give you the global look. Like, yeah. I, I definitely because I went online and looked up a map after this out of curiosity, <coughs> just to remember where they were in relation to each other. And they don't do that. It would have been helpful. Yeah. Again,
0: the- seeing as she's a cartographer you think the whole thing would revolve around About maps, I mean. maps. So like there'd be K- more mappy things
1: like yeah. Ketadam is in Kirch which is just an island in the south right but like you don't really get the impression that it's an island in the middle of the ocean from what they're doing
0: yeah, yeah. I didn't I get that yeah. no it's just a dark city yeah exactly yeah
1: Anyway, yeah, map. okay. Uh, Dave, you wanted to be in a scene? Yes.
0: Were you a janitor? Uh, well, where you were ranting and raving about that triggering scene where, you know, where, sex you and the prom and whatever you're doing yeah, with was, your hands there. It wasn't about me. Well, it seemed like it was. <laughs> anyway. Let's, let's, let's just, let's let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Listen.
0: Okay, what? I I wanted to be in that scene for that exact same reason as like, I don't know, like a bellman or a maid or something and just poke my head in and go, you guys should really have sex like right now because things are not going to get better than this you <laughs> this got a tub, is the most amount of time you you've have to you got a comfortable now. bed you know nobody knows you're here this really a like to clean up and after listen yep. i'll put I'll hang out the little do not disturb sign for like a minute and a half get it done get it over I, with clean yourselves up a matchmaker you are i know
1: like a little middle aged man sex very, uh, because as soon as they got to this that's room i was like
0: oh this is where they're not going to have sex and something's yeah. going to interrupt them right that's amazing the second i saw it right and i was triggered the same way you were i was like God, take advantage of that moment, man. Yep. You got to go. See?
2: It's triggering and that, for us. And that became the whole like dialogue between them and no more wasted moments, right? Yes. Yeah. No more, yes, just like exactly. You're wasting it right now. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Totally yeah. Just shut you up. You clearly don't know anything about women. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, well it... like i do yeah i was listening there's a comedian greg davies i saw this uh, tiktok video or something randomly just the other day and he's talking about like he's like an older middle-aged guy and he's like look at this point i'm like a sex expert like i've tried everything i perfected it i know all i have a long list of all these moves i know exactly what i'm doing but i'm just too tired to use any of them (laughs) Like i just don't do i just don't do but so he's like what i should be is like (laughs) Like if there's a room of a couple twenty year olds who don't don't know what they're doing, like I go in the room and I give them advice because I know all the answers. So he's like some sort of weird like old man sex advice. That's Dave's role in this. <laughs> or like you should just be in there and be like, okay, little to the left.
0: No, no, not there. I you know, am my, a completely unlicensed sex therapist, <laughs> and I'm here to take help my guide advice. you. Yeah, I'm here to help guide you through this oh, seminal moment in your life.
2: I have children. I have proof that I've been. Yeah, there I know before. what I'm doing. Yeah.
1: So the one I wanted to be in. Was that scene you're talking about, where the second army people are chasing them, Mal and Alina, and then like the the residents like bring out their apple carts and block the path? Yeah, and I just wish I was in the army so I could be like, guys go around the cart. <laughs> like, just like there's only the couple Apple cart. You can go over the cart, under the cart, around the cart. There's no reason to give up the chase just because there's a couple people standing there with Apple carts. Yeah. We
0: just kicked over a bunch of Apple yeah, carts let's, to get here. They're, like, they're
1: also an, a, a military unit. Yeah, we, they're <laughs> army-trained people who are just... And there's like 30 of them, and they just stand behind the Apple carts like, nah, I guess they got away. There's an Apple cart. Let's just go back to the barracks. Like, no. <laughs> just... Keep going! I don't understand why that was enough to prevent the whole chasing.
2: So basically, what you're saying is that when the carts go up, you're you would be in the scene saying, "Open fire,"
1: or "Open fire" <laughs> is good too. But like, or just yeah. go around because it's just I just imagine like Private Johnson is standing like, "Who's oh, an apple?" I'm like Johnson. Go under go the r- apple cart. R- There's yeah. like two feet of clearance. Yeah. You and Jackson move that apple cart. Yeah, move the apple cart. And run right into the jaws of the Grisha. Yeah, your arm. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a different problem. But I just, like, yeah. I just wanted to be in the army to give them some basic, like, you wanted to give object permanence advice. Object permanence
0: advice. It's an object.
1: And it, it can be moved. And you can go around. Navigate right? the battlefield, soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Let me
0: explain <laughs> wheels to you. <laughs>
1: that's right. Anyway, that was my scene. I wanted to oh, be okay. in.
0: That's Uh, funny. Cool. Well, how about some uh, trivia? Jake was saying he might. I only have uh,
2: one little trivia thing, and it's it's something that's interesting to me. Um, It's
1: time for trivia. What do you know? I know something that I Googled just now. Did you learn anything that I didn't know? I learned something that I Googled just now.
2: Because the show didn't do any of this, except for that there's... um, there's an alphabet that keeps, a script that keeps showing mm-hmm. up, right? So they don't, which means that there's, I was like, oh, there's, there has to be language systems. So I went and I kind of looked looked it up, and there's all these nations have their own language. Mm. And all of these languages are developed and fleshed out by David Peterson, who was the, uh, I don't know what the academic term is for it, uh, I guess linguist who created the Valyrian and Dothraki languages. Oh, that guy for uh, the Game of Thrones. Those are intensely television fleshed series, out. which are very fleshed out. Not quite like uh, the, the Tolkien languages, oh, yeah. not mm-hmm. as much, or like Klingon or something like that. But like people are not speaking cursed to like because it's Dutch, right? Or Dutch adjacent, or something, or whatever. But they're done by this very famous linguist who's. Hmm. Uh, That's cool. Who's done, has some pretty huge credits. Yeah,
1: it's too bad it wasn't featured more. That's what
2: you're saying. Yeah, it would have been cool if they did more with it. Maybe Mm. they do. I don't know if you guys have finished the season or not. I I don't hear anybody speaking anything. Um, Yeah, Yeah. I not finished it, but uh, I'm maybe in the first third of it still. Yeah. 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 But that was about it.
1: That's cool. That's good trivia bit. I guess that's yeah you know who's not here ashley didn't show up ashley yeah yeah Yeah, i got a text from her she she got the time wrong and so we never had the grand ashley entrance that i had whipped up a frenzy about happening in the show yeah yeah no ashley so we never got the punchy millennials perspective on this oh well can someone what would she what would she have said
0: she probably would have thought somebody was hot in this. Who, who would she have who thought, she was, thought hot? was hot? Oh, Kirigan. Kirigan, perhaps? No. That's, maybe the,
1: type. the naked Fierdan guy?
2: Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Because she was not on the first episode. No. which uh, That you guys did of this, which I have, <clears throat> I have a complaint about. Oh, did Dave oh. say something wrong? No, D- Dave was amazing. That was like, that was like three years ago or something. The first time and only segment of this is better with Dave.
1: <laughs> oh
2: right stop doing that and yeah. i was just really hopeful that that would happen again today and ah. and, uh, and it didn't and i'm okay with that
1: oh i'm sorry
0: we could that. do this is better with jake if you just wanted <laughs> to just say some random words and we'll splice them into some dialogue
1: yeah we we went we went above and beyond back in the day when yeah, i was we, editing yeah. crap yeah but now i'm just busy and i want to go to bed so i just uh, quickly <laughs> edited this <laughs> and then go to sleep and that's yeah. fair
0: Listen, I'm tired. I'm getting older. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys probably are going to continue watching this right straight. Yes, I'm still in the process.
1: I'm a couple episodes out. I'll probably finish
2: watching the episode that I stopped watching before I came over here. And and I
1: recommend people watch it from season one onward. It's quite a good show. It is
0: a quality program for Netflix, which has exceedingly lately been putting out some pretty low quality things.
1: I know. I fear for this podcast because people, I I feel like, are bailing on Netflix and getting grumpy about it. Mm. So um
2: I think it's a great series for people who maybe are not normal consumers of fantasy television or films mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that are looking for something to 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 watch um and um because it's it's pretty watchable like mm-hmm. it it's easy to suspend the disbelief uh in in terms of this because I think a lot of that has to do with the crows and like that, when you're tired of all the fantastical stuff, then it just turns into like yeah, a mob movie. Yeah,
1: yeah it's true. You're right. And so it's got something for everyone. It's, yeah, yeah. It, it does that really well. So I now have the thing we're watching for next week. Okay. Great. Uh the number one movie on Netflix is Luther still, which we already talked about. Wow. Uh, and the number one show is called The Night Agent. The Knight Agent. Night Agent. N I G H T Agent. And it's got a picture of a a, a white guy holding a gun <laughs> standing in front of the White House, which these days can mean effing, anything. anything. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm compelled already. I don't I mean yeah. that could be like is he is he going to help the president or shoot the president? Like is he a
0: guns rights activist? Yeah, what is
1: what is happening? Yeah. I, this could be anything. It's going to be controversial and exciting. It's called The Night Agent uh and we have to watch it. I, it's a series, I guess, so episode one of Ooh, The Night Agent for great. next week. Good. So uh, all of you people out there watching The Night Agent, uh, we're about to figure out why you're so excited about it. Right on. Uh, yeah. uh, Jake... Yeah. Thank you for coming in. And do you have <clears throat> anything you want to plug while you're here? Besides, why are people listening to this? Oh,
2: well, uh, I'm the co-host of a wonderful <laughs> podcast called Why Are People Listening to This, otherwise known as Wappletoot. Wappletoot. Wappletoot, yeah. And uh, my co-host is Justin. Hi, that's and, me. And we listen to the top music of the day and generally
1: Shit take all a big over deuce it. all over it. It's yeah, it's
2: usually very bad. Um, I'm a jazz musician and educator. Uh, you can, if you like jazz music... Uh, you can go to my website, Jake Hanlon. Say you can go to right <laughs> You can go straight down. Jake, <laughs> Hanlon, Jake Hanlon I just recently updated the website with nothing because I've got nothing going on because it's winter in Canada and uh, the traveling is bullshit. Yep. And uh, but uh, you know my music's all there for purchase and and all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Great. Jake is a, a legit. Like nerd professor musician genius person, so when he's on the podcast crapping all over it, it's from a place of authority. Yeah. When I'm crapping on it, it's just because I'm like, I don't like it. I don't I like don't it. It doesn't I sound good. I don't like mumble rap. Mumble <laughs> rap. I can't understand. Why am I southern immediately? I That's know. what we needed. Was those accents in oh, this? Oh like, boy! Out of summoner. I heard she's a real nice lady. I'll gladly follow her oh, into she's into a church. living she's saint. Like, by the I can't Lord. believe
2: that she's. You're uh, a heart yeah. render. You're rendered my I don't like the
1: shoe hon. Anyway. <laughs> Listen, okay, enough of this. Um, we'll catch you guys next week. All right. See you bye bye. <laughs> If you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating and maybe a review on the Apple Podcast Store. This is the number one thing you could do to help out the show, strangely enough. And it's simple and it's easy and you can do it right now. If you got a bit of extra cash to kick around and want to support the show financially, check us out on whyarepeoplewatchingthis.com. There's a link there to support the show. The music you hear during the show is written and produced by me and my very talented wife. Why Are People Watching This is a production of Outside the Lines Press with support from the Black Box Collective and Anaganish Improv.